Welcome back to another Two Smoking Microphones recap and review episode. <laughs> this is about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as it is every week. I always know what I'm going to say for the intros, and it just goes terribly. Hello. <laughs> Hi, I am Harry, and known I'm... as Harry. And I am Connor, known as... is that? Anyway. Um... <laughs> We're here to talk all about uh, episode 5 of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, titled Truth. Truth. Directed by Carrie Scogland and written by Dallin Musson. Dallin Muss, I don't know how you would say that properly, but it's a very simple name. <laughs> music by music by Henry Jackman. As always. As always. That's my fact. Casting so by uh, Sarah Halifin. Thanks, Sarah Halifin. <laughs> well, she casts like everything for the Marvel, obviously. For the Marvel. And Star Wars. And the Godzilla films. Jesus. Which is why I make the joke that she cast Aaron Taylor-Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen as husband and wife and then said, oh wow, they have no chemistry, they should be brother and sister. So she cast them in Avengers Age of Ultron as brother and sister. Love that. <laughs> anyway. Respect that as well. <laughs> anyway, that's not what we're talking about right now. Um, yeah, this was an episode. Again. <laughs> as they all are. I mean, it was a... I'd, I'd say it's probably one of their stronger episodes. Oh, this was a very strong episode. It started very strong. So um... this This was the episode that I kind of wish I'd got a couple of weeks ago in terms of, like, I watched it and was like, yeah, I'm into this. Yeah, I'm really into this. Mm. Anyway. Uh... We're in very, as you can tell, we're kind, of, we're kind of in, like, extremely happy moods. I mean, I'm alright. I'm just just normal. This is, I'm just... I've got a bit of energy for some reason. Anywho. We love that. Speaking How many copies you... have you had? I've only had one. I, don't try, I never drink more than one, to be fair. That's fair. I can't have that much caffeine. But, um... Speaking of, because you mentioned Henry Jackman, I didn't notice it because I rewatched The Winter Soldier recently. Yeah. Because um, I love that film and I haven't seen it for a long time. Yeah. Um, I noticed that um, Falcon actually has a musical motif that's carried over into this. I didn't realise that before. Oh, really? Yeah. So you know when it's like. Oh, of course. That's his motif, but in Winter Soldier it's just. Like that. It's a very like simple three chord structure. But it's nice to see that it's carried but, over. But no, he actually has a motif, and I didn't realize that. Like it's it's not used a lot in uh, obviously Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I like the, uh, the I like movie the, the Winter Soldier. But yeah, I like the callbacks to um, during the Captain Cap fight. They yeah. had the end of the line track towards the end yeah. and then also they had some tracks from uh, the standoff in Civil War yeah Henry Jackman is like he is reusing yeah. a lot of those kinds of things as well like because I mean it's Captain America is like I like how he has carried over some motifs because it it makes things more memorable when they're used more as well yeah and it is fun to realise that oh Falcon has always had a motif since he first showed up yeah exactly um, but let's start with let's start with the big thing the big thing of the episode the start of the episode Cap versus Bucky and and Falcon um, I yes, don't know about so, you I was buzzing to see Cap get his ass kicked I mean it was a very like I I didn't like the way the fight was shot but um because it was very choppy like the editing as well yeah it was a lot of stuff that was really close in so it was like it was hard to really gauge the space that they were fighting in. Like, even though yeah, we could see the space, obviously, but, like, I don't know, it just felt a bit of a mash. But, um, <laughs> like, no, I liked it. There was, like, there's some brutality to it, obviously. You could, you could obviously, you see the deter deterioration in John Walker's focus, I guess. I don't know how to put that, but, yeah. It was a nice, you know, it had, obviously, thematic weight to it. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Excuse me, apologise. Sorry. Um, yeah, I did enjoy. I enjoyed that that fight. There's, I just, I just don't like John Walker. But that's not that's not because of White Russell. It's, no, yeah, it's a testament to the actor. It's a testament to the character. Yeah, like. I'm really, I'm really happy to see there are so many people now like coming out saying like, oh, you know, White Russell's doing a fantastic job because he is. He's incredible. Like because it's, it is easy to hate someone, but like, to play someone so unlikable has got to be hard. Like, yeah, of course, especially when you get cast into something like the MCU, you want yeah. to have that kind of because obviously his his character's. I assume he's going to be running for a very long, for a while. Oh, he'll show up time. again. And but obviously you want to be able to say, oh no, I'm a character everyone loves, but he's going to be a character everyone hates. Really. Well, I feel but like... that's not because of him. That's because that's a testament to his acting. Yeah, and if they're going to go down, which it seems like they will, if they're going to go down the U.S. agent route, he is still going to technically be a hero, but more of an anti-hero, I think. Yeah. Like he's going to do like because that's the thing is that he does the things that you know some people aren't willing to do yeah he's like, 100% going down the US staging route yeah which is fine like, and I feel like if they do that and if for example I don't know if he would get his own show or if he would sharpen something else but if he got his own show then he would be the protagonist so they'd have to make him at least somewhat likeable character yeah um, and I'd say especially in like the aftermath you know because obviously the, 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 the episode starts with him running away Yes. Um, and to that warehouse that they're in, and like he, you, there's a moment where you can see that he's like, he does seem to regret it, what he just did. Very brief, like very briefly. Right no, yeah. At the start, he, but then he he shakes himself out of it, doesn't he? Yeah, like he, yeah, very much composes himself, and I feel like there's the serums playing a big part there as well, because obviously it's altering him. Yeah. Um. But like they so they they make it they haven't made him totally like irredeemable. It's more that yeah he's not a very nice person, but like he's and even that there's that scene when he's like at the um the mandate hearing thing when they're telling him you know you know you're not Captain America anymore blah blah blah, and you can see that like yeah he's just been doing he's just been following orders his whole like adult life I would say yeah so you can feel for him in that regard is that he he's never known anything different yeah and I mean he does say like you say he does say it as well he goes like you built me to be this this is yeah. what you wanted me to be but then he did he did kind of go off the rails didn't he and no he, yeah he, he did kill somebody in public <laughs> yeah which is like yeah and the wrong person at that um but yes uh so you can still see, you can still feel for his character a little bit, and that's why I, I find him. He's still a very interesting character. Yeah, but you can feel for him, but he's not likable. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But also talking about the talking about the mandate uh, uh, that he's in comes the um, the cameo that's been promised for the past couple of weeks to mm. none other than Julia Louise Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is saying actually that this oh, is it a sport te- um, so but the Vanity whole... Fair yeah reports that she obviously she's setting up as the new big bad or one of the new big bads for the MCU okay. but she was actually meant to appear first in Black Widow um, which was obviously originally meant to be released before this this um, okay so she's likely cause... to she might still be in Black Widow or yeah, she was supposed her... to I, I think she. I know. Yeah. Sorry. Like, yeah. Carry on. Um, 
we don't particularly know what her role entails, but but her character is based on the comic book figure known as Madame Hydra. Oh, okay. Because um, in the in the comic books, uh, she is like, she's first known as his, as a shield agent and a love interest for Nick Fury, mm. but then it, it turns out that she's like a Russian sleeper agent who's known as Madame Hydra, basically. Oh, okay. Um, and, so if they do, if they are going down the based on the scene they have together, if they are going down the U.S. agent route, uh, he's not going to be a good guy then. <laughs> no, but then also it could also link to the Thunderbolts. It could do. I feel like what happens with Zemo will link more to Thunderbolts. Yeah, true. Actually, because he's going to the raft. The one thing I say about Zemo, right? Because obviously moving the episode on a bit is is Zemo uh, after the fight, Bucky kind of just walks off he goes his own way for a he needs to get his head together yeah so does sam and and Bucky well, ends up there's fine. we'll talk to talk about that obviously like they beat john walker sam takes the sh- uh, bucky takes a shield and he just throws it down next to sam i think it's almost as if to say like that's like in the heat of the moment especially like that's your fault that there's like blood on the shield yeah because kind of bucky's very protective over the shield yeah which you find out you know as he, he says later on in the episode it's like his last remaining family essentially yeah, um, but the thing, and I do love that. So just going on to that as well, I, I love that like when Sam's like wiping the blood off because you can see in him as well. It's like he didn't want that to happen, and he feels at fault. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You can tell it's just kind of it kind of crushed him a little bit. Mm. But the 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 thing that I want to touch upon right because obviously he goes several ways and he goes to find Zemo. Yeah, and there's the whole there's the whole bit of you think he's gonna kill Zemo, and then Zemo actually gets taken to the raft by Don't the Wakandans. I just, I just feel like Zemo's been wasted a bit in this series. I I was gonna say I don't get Zemo's motivation here. Like I don't I don't particularly get his role in the series other than helping with a bit of ex, ex what's the word exposition exposition. Like, yeah, he had some exposition, and he he was basically their their. Um, their financier, like, because he was like, "Oh, I have money now, and I can get you places." But it's like, and it, obviously, it was something about he knows all Hydra's secrets. That's why they went to him. But how much did he really tell them? Like, all he was like it, was, "Let's go to Madripoor. I know someone there who can give us the information we need." And then that's it. And then he was just tagging along pretty much for the rest of it. He could have been a cameo, if anything. Right? Yeah. It could have been. I just don't know. I love the character. But when you compare him to Civil War, he has such weight in Civil War and such kind of of, of stakes involved yeah. and he, he breaks the Avengers apart and to go from that to this I just feel like they've done the character a, a bit dirty a little bit I feel like there's I know not... he's going to come he's going to come back obviously I'll get that yeah. but it, it felt like very much does let's get him in to show him in the purple in the purple yeah. mask and then at least we can say we've done it until he's next back in it's pretty much like show, let's bring him up because he is technically a Captain America villain and we didn't get to do him much else other than you know he breaks the Avengers apart um, but which is still, you know, he's, I still go back to that in Civil War and that he succeeds. Like, he does what he set, sets out to do. The Avengers still yeah, come back win- together, but... He wins that film. Yeah, which is great. It's what That's the best way to do sequels. <laughs> um, um, like, like in um, how, you know, Empire Strikes Back, like, the villains technically win. Yeah, but it's just... Yeah, Zim- Zemo's... Because I assume that's the last wish that maybe we'll see him in a post-credit I, scene or something. Probably. But... I think that's... <laughs> In a po- in a post credit scene, he just looks into the cell next to him, and it's just the uh, fucking abomination. <laughs> yeah. But we know he's showing up in um, She Hulk. Yeah, because it's look, it's it's no 
it's going to be no surprise that Zima will be back at some point. Yeah. Obviously, they're not revealing when, but it's just, yeah, I just feel, I feel very disappointed in how they've handled his character. I think, um, I was initially had an idea about it. I don't know if they'll do this now, but I had an idea of maybe if there is a, a credit scene or something like that, it's like a scene where maybe General Ross shows up and he's like, you know, I'm putting together a team. <laughs> well, it could be, it could be if that links to like Black, because he's in Black Widow as well. Uh, is, oh yeah, General Ross is. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If yeah, he links to links to Madame Hydra being in Black Widow and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So like um, the possibility, of, like yeah, he's putting together a team, and then, yeah, maybe like US Agent is on that team as well. Like, which I think he is in the comics, isn't he? Yes, he is. Um. So I feel like maybe that's something they will be a route they'll maybe maybe go down. So it's basically Marvel Suicide Squad. <laughs> Essentially, that's basically yeah. what it is. I mean, yeah, it is. Um, but what was I say? The only thing I like about Zemo here is we get the impression from him that, like, he knows he did what he needed to do, so he's not like setting out to do any like big villainous thing. And I guess we get to learn that he's not necessarily a villain in the sense that, like, yeah. oh, I'm big bombastic villain, I'm gonna kill everyone and take over the world kind of thing. He's more of a, I did what I needed to do. I just wanted revenge on the Avengers for them killing my family. Yeah, and he did it. Yeah, and he got what he needed. Um, obviously, the Avengers came back together anyway. But um, and then like obviously, I, I do like the you know the next time we see him he, in this episode, he is at like the Sokovia Memorial thing because obviously that means something to him. <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, I would cool. say overall, he he was kind of wasted in this show. I don't. I liked him in the show because I was like, oh, he's fun, but that's it. Still doesn't feel right. He's just he, when you think about the plot. Apart from the ma- saying that he's got to Madripoor, he's not really he, needed. He was only serving the plot. Yeah, which is he had nothing to yeah. he had nothing to gain or bring. I think no. So hopefully, whatever he's in next, it's it's as good as Civil War. But yeah, I was quite disappointed. And I've also got I've got one worry mm. right going into this final episode slash. Uh, well, it is the final episode. Like villains and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, with Sharon Carter. Well, she, uh, the impression I got there is she's working with the um flag smashers because she helps them yeah. she does she's not the 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 power broker wants to kill them oh that's true i forgot about that yeah ignore so my, i think my friend then maybe uh maybe what's her face madam hydra could be the power broker maybe i mean it's very clear that sharon is she's working with the flag smashers uh, yeah and she's upset as to how she was treated in terms of, you know, she went on the run and yeah. in, and she, you know, they've they've actually said they're going to get Falcon killed, and she must know that. Well, but she doesn't. She, I get the impression we don't see it obviously because we get one brief scene of her on the phone to um, Batrock. Yeah. And the impression I get there is she's just like, oh, they need your help with something, and the the way that, um, I guess yeah, because in that in the way like the way, she, I mean, she convinced. Batroc wants to do it because he's like, this means I get the chance to kill Falcon. But really, they just want him to help them with something. She like because Carly doesn't want to kill Falcon. I get that impression from her. Because yeah, that's already, true. But they, then they 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 they, they kind of see eye to eye in a sense, don't they? So no, that's true. But then don't forget at the end of the episode, Batroc comes up to her and goes, "I want to kill the Falcon." Yeah, she goes, and she's not going to stop. Chance to. She's not going to. Yeah, she's basically saying she's you know you're going to help us get what we want. So it doesn't matter what I don't care in the end. But she's, yeah. I don't think she's actively gone kill the Falcon for us or anything like that. 
I think it's just we need someone to help, and she's gone to Sharon Carter, and Sharon's just been like, oh, I'll get Batrock. Yeah, true. Again, like, just like, I'll just get Batrock, you can do it. And then, I mean, but that's, I mean, fact, Sharon could take some sort of villainous route. I don't know if she will completely, but they're, again, a character that's been kind of wasted anyway. Yeah. But then, obviously, after the, so you have all that, and you have the, like, the Zemo stuff, and then the Sharon stuff. We also get, um, before Wilson goes to go see Asaya, he's Wilson. with, or, Wilson, uh, Sam, Sam, sorry. We call him Sam, we don't call him Wilson. <laughs> he's with Torres and he leaves his, his wings, wings yeah. which is a, a kind of it could mean nothing or it could be you know because you know Sam's going to end up being Cap he might it, well he's still he going to have he's still going to be Falcon like because he is in the comics he's going to be the yeah. Falcon version of Cap yeah but maybe maybe Torres will now take over the role as just Falcon well, he, is possibly. In, he is in the comics um, so that was a nice little but they are nice also technically thing, a like. government issue thing those wings that like, they were technically wingsuits they used yeah, true. Like for their power rescue stuff, because yeah. there's that scene in the Winter Soldier where like Cap's like, "I thought you said you," because he says I was in power rescue, and he's like, "I thought you said you're a pilot." And he's like, "I never said pilot." <laughs> Plus, it but it is let it is said as if it's a thing they've not used a lot. Like it's not like the government have got loads of Falcons flying around. It's like they all, we had a couple of prototypes. Now we only have the one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now it's Sam's. But now he's got he's had multiple by now. <laughs> And then obviously Sam takes the shield and goes to see Isaiah. Isaiah, yeah. Isaiah, sorry. Yeah. What did you What did you think about that scene? I feel like it could have been better, but I still felt the emotional weight of the scene. Yeah, it was definitely um, emotional to say the least, and it, it, you can see how much of an effect it has on on Sam to the point like he's considering not even being Captain America. Yeah, it's Again. that. It's that. It's um what Isaiah says, and it's just like um. Like basically, the government would never want to see a black man as Captain America, and there's no black man that would want to do it because yeah, of what the shield represents. The yeah, yeah, you can tell that's the line that that truly resonates, sticks with him, yeah, and resonates. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a. It's a very it's a very hot kind of serious hard hitting scene. Yeah, well, there's there's the sense that. Because obviously Sam's like, oh, the world's different now. But Sam's also kind of coming from a place of privilege. Like, he's not privileged in that, oh, I have money, I'm rich. But he's privileged in that people respect him because he's an Avenger. Yeah, yeah for sure. And he's, so he, I think he's taking that mindset into it. So he's having his mind opened a little bit by Isaiah's perspective. And it's just like, yeah, but I've been through all of this. They didn't respect me. Yeah, and Isaiah's, exactly. Isaiah's story, you know, when he says that, like, oh, my brothers were captured and I went and got them out. They were going to bomb the place, but he was like, no, I want to go and, you know, save them. That's a Captain America thing to do as well. Yeah. Like, that's what Cap literally does in the first Avenger. Yeah. He goes and saves everyone there, just like, no, oh, we don't know where they are. They're probably all dead. They're already drafting letters to send to their families. Yeah, it's almost like he was taking the same journey, but you see it from obviously. You see it from his perspective of you see well, you see what Cap done, and he gets like you know oh it's he's Captain America he's you know a hero, but Isaiah did it and he's a criminal, so it just it's about that treatment of the black man in America. Yeah, exactly. Which I like that the show's touched upon. It could I mean it could have done more about it, but I'm glad it's still touched upon it because it's still a real world issue. Yeah, for sure. I'm I think it's definitely a good thing that they've at least touched upon it. But like you say, I think they could have done more with it. But you know what um, they say, go work, go broke. If you go work, you go broke. <laughs> moving on. 
Well, um, then we get possibly what's possibly my kind of the most enjoyable part for me from the episode, and it was just Sam and 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 Bucky working together, but not like yeah, I actually really like that that little like argument. They were just you know they were fixing the boat. I like that. I love that interaction where um, Sam's just like, "Why don't you use the metal arm?" He's like, "I don't always think about it first. I'm right-handed." <laughs> Yeah, I really liked that as well. That made me laugh. Because <laughs> it's like, that would be true, though. You wouldn't think to use, oh, I've got a metal arm, I'm going to use that. Because, yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> it's like, that's, I love that. Little... I love the way he says it as well. It's just, like, just so casually. It's just like, I don't think about it. I'm right-handed. <laughs> I'm right-handed, man. Leave me alone. Um, but no, I love that. Yeah, the interaction then between them and that. Like, when it's just it's just normal. It's like, it's not in the heat of, like, some big world-saving event. They're just normal people. Yeah, and then obviously you get the conversation what we talked touched upon earlier, where 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 Bucky really kind of just lays it down and goes, "Look, I I I, I apologise to you for we me and Steve didn't we don't yeah realise what it would have been like for a black man to take up the mantle and how that would have felt." Yeah, it's a nice scene. Um, yeah, and it kind of also gives you clarity that even though we already knew that that Bucky kind of knew what Steve was planning beforehand, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then I like the fact that that. Sam turns back to him and goes, "Look, you know, do you want some tough love? If you if you want to get over what your the nightmares and kind of move on, you need to actually amend them. You, well, need, to, yeah. you need to go and say sorry to someone. You need to actually... well, no. It's it's what he says is that going to these people and just saying sorry isn't going to do it. What you need to do is go and actually help them, which is closer. again Sam's being Captain America." Yeah, like exactly. He's a perfect Captain America. Yeah, they've re- they've done a really good job of making it like, oh no, this this character is very much capable of being Captain America. The way they've written him is really like it's perfect. Yeah, like you don't. Like I've, I've said it before on the on these. It's that you don't always get that impression because you think I think everybody thinks of Anthony Mackie first, rather than Sam yeah. Wilson as a character. This was this was the episode that that fully. I've always loved Sam. Oh yeah. as, as as Falcon, but this was the first episode that, at least in this series, that I really felt like he was done well in like, and I really felt the all the decisions he was making, and and you really got to understand where he stands. Um, and I really liked the training montage and seeing yeah. him get oh, yeah, ready was, to yeah. speak up. That was good. Because obviously that's how. That's how the, the episode ends. You know, you get the you get the flag smashers saying they're going to plan an attack on the GRC in New York for a vote that I don't particularly remember what the vote. Um, about. the vote is the vote is so that they can. It's called the patch something something about patching. It's so that they can um, send all the refugees around the world back to their home countries because obviously the world when the blip happened, the world was open for everybody essentially. Oh, of course. So the yeah. vote the vote is for them to put the world exactly back to normal essentially. Like be like, yeah. all right, now now we're not going to be open borders. Now we're going back to exactly the way things were, which is you know just governments where you're in it. They they would do that. Yeah, and but, I mean obviously it's setting up for for the finale. You know you get you know the the flash smashers start their takeover on the GRC, and then you get you get uh Sam, Bucky and Sam kind of depart, and Bucky, Bucky says to Sam, as soon as you've got a lead, you call me and I'm there. Yeah, um, uh, I also think that in the beginning of the next episode, if it isn't it may, if it's not the beginning, it will be towards the end. I think Bucky's gonna have a scene with the old man from the beginning, the Asian man. I can't remember his name. I was gonna say that. Yeah, either it will, either the episode will start a couple of hours before the 
the ending of this episode. Yeah. Or um, it'll be one of the last scenes in the series. Um, because uh, exactly what Sam says to him is, you know, you need to give somebody closure, essentially. Yeah, And exactly. it's like, oh, okay, so that was set up right in the first episode. We're going to see that come yeah. full circle. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and then obviously you get the, the end, episode ends with Sam getting his opening the case and, and we, we don't actually get to see the suit just yet. I wonder what it's actually going to look like because this isn't something that any that's been shown at all, right? I feel like maybe there was that like concept art or something at some point. I think there was like a leak of a toy but apart from that there's been absolutely like nothing revealed. So the Wakandans have made a new Captain America outfit for him because I'm sure that's what it is like it's going to be like it's going to have a star on it and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah it'll be a mix between the Falcon suit and the Cap suit. Yeah like, like it is in the comics. Yeah, I think they're going to go proper comic. Um, what's the word? Captain America suit. How would I get? Well, there's concept art, but I'm gonna, I am want the comic version. I want to look at the comic version. Yeah, I think they're going to stick true to the comic. Well, I, I hope not anyway. too much, because it does look exactly pretty much like Cap's suit. It's got like the white, the red, white, and blue arms. <laughs> oh. um, so I hope they do some sort of, you know, variation on it where, you know, they'll... It's Marvel. <laughs> they know what they're doing. I'm just, yeah, I'm super, super excited. Oh, I'm really looking forward to it. It was, yeah, I like, I liked a lot of this episode. Like, the big action scenes, at the beginning, and then the rest of it is character drama. But it's, you know, it's good character drama. It's done well. It might be predictable, but it's written well. I believe it. Yeah. You know, I believe these characters. And that's something else we mentioned on these is that this show has made. Sam, Sam especially feel like more of a character rather than just more of like a main character. He's, he's, I don't know. They've given him a lot more depth. He you knows feels like a side character. Yeah, he do, he doesn't feel like that kind of character where it's just like, oh, we just you know he's just a Falcon. He's in the background. We know he's a superhero. We don't know anything about him. Now we know Sam. We feel like we can not not necessarily relate, but understand him. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, and it's all gearing up to to the finale. The I mean, finale. obviously, we need to mention that there's a mid-credit scene. Yeah, it's very it's very quick, but it's just Walker building himself a new shield from scrap scrap metal and and his war metal yeah. war medals. Yeah, um, I'm. Yeah, I wasn't like 100 percent because I know with in the scene with um Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. <laughs> nice. Her, uh, her name is on on the screen for me. Um, in the scene with her she says that like oh technically the shield doesn't belong to the government uh oh yeah but I don't I was thinking is he building his own uh, building a shield that he can just give them to them and be like oh here's the shield here's the here's the shield back <laughs> possibly or is he just actually making his own shield out of just scrap metal <laughs> which which will crush under the weight of a bucky arm for example <laughs> yeah I guess guess we have to wait till next week to find out we will if it, yeah, if, if he doesn't show up next week, it's just like setting up for something in the future. Probably will show up. Yeah. He'll, he'll turn he'll turn up and try and take probably the shield back from Falcon. Yeah, and there'll be like and a then, uh, big brawl and everybody will die. Um, but not everybody. Falcon will be fine. Falcon will be fine. Bucky will be fine. I saw someone yeah, suggesting he'll die in this, and I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'd be very shocked. People if would be so mad if they killed Bucky. <laughs> Yeah. After he's like redeeming himself and everything, becoming a hero in his own right. Hence, I'd be bloody mad. Yeah. 
but no, I actually really like this episode. Talking about it has made me realise that. Yeah, it's definitely been the one I've enjoyed the most so far. Hmm. Very good episode. I'm looking forward to the finale now. I'm, it's weird that it's ending next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we will, you know, we'll, we'll be talk here about to it. talk about yeah. it. <clears throat> um, do you want to do overall thoughts for the episode? Um, I mean, pretty much have. Uh, I like, yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I like the action. I like the. I, I mean, I've already said what I didn't like about the fight in the beginning, and it's just the technical aspects of it. But I'm, yeah, exactly. The thematic weight of it is good. Um, <laughs> there's a bit in the fight where Bucky's arm gets wrecked, but it's just it's fine in the next scene. Yeah, he's just like yeah, shakes off. Yeah, and then he just. I couldn't tell if he broke John Walker's arm initially because he stands up and it looks fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <clears throat> Maybe you just like because I mean you can do like damage. Like for example, it happens in uh, Captain America: Civil War when like Tony Stark has a cast on his arm. Well, not a cast, but like a sling. Yeah. So he's done damage, but I don't think he broke it. He probably just shattered some bones or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, true. that sounds worse, but. <laughs> Oh yeah, we also uh, we didn't touch on. There's a brief scene where John Walker goes to um, Lamar's parents. Oh yeah, that was fine. Yeah, it was fine. He lied to them. Yeah, he's an arsehole. Yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> and that's how we end. He's yeah, John arsehole. Walker is a dick, but Wyatt Russell is doing a fantastic job. <laughs> yeah, let's not take away from that. No, for sure. Um, yeah, no, I really like this episode. I enjoyed it a lot. I think it's yeah, because so... it started so like big as well, and then even though the rest of the episode isn't as big, it's still really enjoyable. Yeah. And I think, in terms of yeah, what what it does with Sam's character, it's like my favorite episode in that sense. Yeah, it definitely. It was the episode that I have enjoyed the most. That's for sure. Um, yeah. But I'm just ready. Yeah, I'm ready for the finale now. I'm excited. Well, I'm interested to see where they're going to take it and where it's going to leave the characters um, for the future. Yep. And I like. I, I already see people being like, oh, I'd love to get a second season. I'd love to see them get their own like film because then it reaches a wider audience. Yeah, it'd be cool to have a Cap and Winter Soldier film because obviously he won't be Falcon. He'll be, yeah. he'll be Cap. Yeah, he is. He's, Cap- he's going to be Captain America. If they, if they turned around at the end of the episode and be like, ah, psych, it'd be weird, wouldn't it? You just sound like, nah, I'm still not feeling this. <laughs> I'm not liking the red, white, and blue. <laughs> nah. Bucky, you have it. Bucky's just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> exactly um, those words. Um, but yeah, that's our, that's our chat of... Uh, yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier episode 5 no, it was a good chat I think, As, it, was I think it was a good chat less, I enjoyed the chat less structured than the other ones in terms of like we actually just talked about it rather than been, like trying to go through every single event and be like eh, this happened and then this happened and that's what I really want more is just yeah we're not we're not talking to an audience we're talking to each other <laughs> exactly we're definitely finding our feet I think yeah um, but as always thank you so much for listening uh, we will be back on Monday with a new episode we will Big episode. Um, yeah, what are we talking until, about? Until what are we talking about? Yeah, uh, we're doing the Oscar thing. We are. That's um, what. That was my cue for you to explain. <clears throat> oh, okay. It. Yeah. So we're gonna. I haven't. I don't think we've set a t- like a specific amount we're gonna do, but we want to go back over like the past. I said past and maybe deck like ten years of 
Oscar Best Picture nominees and talk about you know our favourites from them and like maybe ones we wanted to see and haven't seen yet or something like that anyway or what we think should have won that year maybe. Um, yeah. We can obviously t- touch on other awards at the same time because I'll just I'll pull up the Wikipedia page and be like, oh yeah, and so and so was nominated that year as well and stuff like that. Um, depending on how long we go, we'll probably I was gonna say <clears throat> go start maybe because I said ten years we start at like two thousand and eleven and go forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not ten then, isn't it? Because this is the tenth year, so start two thousand and ten and go forward. And yeah, then sounds good. See how many we do, and if we don't get. If we get to like 2015 and we're like, this has gone for a while, we can stop there. Yep. Um, but yeah, so we're going to do that. We'll talk about those films. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it should be. And I, I only and it's just doing that because it is the Oscars next week, I believe. Yes, it is. Which I won't be able to watch because I'm working. So I don't want to um, be up until five in the morning <laughs> watching the Oscars and then go I to work. I that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think anyone would want to. Want I think to I've do done that. that before. I'm not sure if I have though. Um, I'll probably end up just looking at them on my phone anyway, and getting and being like, "Oh wow, now it is five o'clock in the morning, and I'm still awake." <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like I'll end up watching it, depending on. Yeah, I haven't I watched it the last it. couple of years because they haven't like done host like they have a host, and I usually think I know a lot of people prefer it without a host because it's just like it's just awards. Then and it's like yeah, but it's always nice to have a host. Yeah, I caught the end of the bath. BAFTAs the other day, so yeah, I watched that. That was right. That's what got me on the award thing. Nice. Because like, oh, I, I watched um, this is on. I didn't realize this was on. I just caught the end of it, basically, like the last few awards. Yeah. But yeah. But, um, we'll talk about right. that, um, and we'll also talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier next Friday. The yeah. Finale. Um, but Connor, there's a very important thing I need to ask you. Oh no. Where can people find you? Um. <laughs> Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at ConnorJordan underscore 96 C-O-N-N-O-R-J-O-R-D-A-N underscore 96 um, and from there you can find the Twitter I use a lot more <laughs> that I'm more active on um, and my blog which I have been wanting to, I, I said it before I want to do that music post again but yeah that's where you can find me that's my Twitter how about you? You can find me at the Doc81 on uh, Twitter. All my other um, like Twitters and, and blog and all that kind of stuff is you can get through there. Um, and we also have a Facebook and Instagram, a Facebook page, not Instagram page. Not yet. We have a Facebook page. Uh, just uh, if you type in two smoking microphones, it will come up. Yeah. Um, as always, thank you for listening, for supporting, and just having a jolly good time. We hope. Yeah. Um, don't let the world get you down, as Connor likes oh, to say. He stole my, he stole my, uh, my whatever, my sign off. That's the word. I was bloody going got on. ya, bloody, bloody got ya. He stole it from me. Now I'm gonna have to say something more profound than that. Um, help one another. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Don't leave people in the dirt. Help one another. And that's how we end, folks. Yay! Stay safe. See you next month. See you on Monday. See you Monday. Bye. Much, much love.